Their father had left them after he was convicted of drug abuse, the same problem Naomi went through. Naomi had kicked the addiction, even if somewhat shakily, but she wasn't sure that she could say the same for their father. He was a boxer, but he lost everything after he got caught with steroids and drugs. Mom had passed away soon after, and Anna wasn't sure if Dad let them go because he had to, or because he wanted to. What if they did find him? After all these years, what would he say? What could make up for all those years? All those years of missed school recitals, boyfriends, and dances? What if he didn't want anything to do with them? What if she didn't want anything to do with him? What if, when and if they found him, she discovered she couldn't bear the thought of bringing him back into her life after such a painful separation? After several hours of silence, save for the rustle of paper, Naomi groaned. This is getting us nowhere. We need a computer to go through all of this. Anna frowned. Naomi, I don't think we're doing this right. Well, that's a helpful observation. No, what I mean is maybe we should get someone to help us. Like a detective? Naomi's eyes sparkled with hope. My friend knows some private investigators, though I don't know them personally. Maybe we should check them out. Naomi looked excited, already stacking papers away. It'll be much faster with some help. Do you have the number? Anna felt something flutter in her chest. Excitement. They were really doing this. But as she watched Naomi scramble to schedule an appointment over the phone, the excitement slowly turned from excitement to dread. Were they going down a wrong path? Was this really going to end happily? Only time would tell. Chapter 2 The agency was not what they expected. A gray slab of a building greeted their eyes, the stone chipping at the edges and windows slightly cracked from age. Thick black clouds covered the sky like a wall, casting the building in an even gloomier light. Thunder rumbled quietly, promising a good storm with rain and lightning later in the day. Naomi checked the address again. It was definitely the right place. She just hadn't expected it to look so... dreary. So, we just walk on in? She asked. That's usually how it works, Anna said, her arms wrapped around her body, her turtleneck sweater pulled up all the way. Partly because of the cold, and partly because she was terrified. Naomi reached out to touch her twin sister on the shoulder. Hey, it'll be okay. Just sit there, and I'll do the talking. She paused before adding, I'm really glad you're here with me. Anna brought the turtleneck collar up and over her mouth, laughing. They entered the building, and Naomi approached the receptionist. Excuse me, we're looking for a bore detective agency. Could you show us where that is? The woman looked surprised, turning towards her computer. Naomi supposed their destination didn't see many visitors. She bit her lip in anticipation as she waited for the receptionist to find the apartment number. Naomi still didn't quite understand her need to find her father. Despite what she had said to Anna, Naomi wasn't sure where the need to know where her father was came from. Her memory of him was vague at best. She was only eight. The only thing she cared about was school. But when her father left, her entire life turned upside down. The changes came quick. She had to deal with the social workers, then with all the moving, bouncing from foster house to foster house. 
She'd refused to be torn from Anna, and her sister's extreme shyness had caused problems for them, often alienating them from the other kids and ultimately forcing them to move to another home. She loved Anna, though, and would never think about leaving her. It was just... A girl deserved to know who her father was. Even if he was a jerk and a moron, she deserved to know her roots, to know what she had to work with. Room 1313, ladies, the receptionist finally said. Just be careful. Some of the others have complained that those boys are a little... weird. Naomi thanked the woman and motioned for Anna to follow. She frowned as they maneuvered the halls towards the room. What were they getting into? All I'm saying, Liam, is that the next time we have a customer, you don't hover like a bumbling bee. Customers don't tend to like that. Hello? Naomi called pointedly loud. The two...